Welcome to the Just Off Glen podcast with your host, Christy Alexander, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and change makers. Just Off Glen. Hi, everyone. I'm Christy Alexander. Thanks for joining us for today's conversation. Today, I'm sitting down with Will and Grace from Sidekick Creative. Guys, would you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, this is Will. My name is Will Fowler, and I'm a, a founder and creative director at Sidekick, and um, I focus mostly on branding and illustration projects. Fine. And I am Grace Kelly. Um, I'm a graphic designer and illustrator um, with Sidekick. We're, we're kind of the follow-up act to Kara and Kelly from <laughs> last episode. And um, yeah, I, I kind of do all the filler stuff. I work a little bit um, in layout a little bit in branding and illustration and, and kind of whatever the the needs are for the studio at the time so fun so first question right out the gate if you were stranded in your car in a snowstorm you didn't have much battery left but you got to listen to one song what would it be oh man oh my goodness so I've been listening to the previous episodes and I was like, I wonder what the random question the she's going thought. to ask. <laughs> Tried to prepare for it, but I couldn't have prepared for that. Um, Can I pick a podcast? Sure. I would listen to the Anthropocene Reviewed and I would listen to the episode about sycamore trees and air conditioners. It's a really, really sweet <laughs> podcast, but I don't. I think I would listen to that and not a song. And is it truly about sycamore trees and air conditioning? He, yeah, the the um, narrator of the podcast kind of reviews parts of life, but in a very sweet and thoughtful way. And I think that's my favorite episode of all time. So I think I would listen to that. Okay. And so for our listeners, we're going to have to link to oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's really good. I highly recommend. <laughs> um, I wish I had a thoughtful answer like that, but <laughs> I, I've been really into Andrew Bird lately. So I would listen to anything Andrew Bird. And I think he has a new album out, so. That's a good Well, answer. there you go. Yeah. A, a new release, yeah. hit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Good question. So I have been a fan of you guys since I first launched my business here in downtown Glens Falls. Grace, I didn't know you at the time, but when Will and Kelly and Kara were in the Behan building, I would... They don't know this, but find a reason just to go say hello. <laughs> <laughs> I would just go visit. What are you kids up to? What's going on up here? So tell us a little bit, um, I guess, Will, because you weren't around at that point, but um, share with us a little from your perspective about those early days and, you know, what when the idea first came to you to launch out on your own. Yeah, sure. So... Um... Karen Kelly kind of touched on this a little bit too, but we, we started out of my house, out of my second bedroom in a really tiny house, um, which my wife and I and my daughter just moved. So um, we're not in, you know, we don't have that, the original space anymore, but we oh, were there. Left all those memories. We left behind. those memories. Yeah. <laughs> we took lots of photos of our tiny office too. So, but um, for keepsakes, but we moved from there pretty quickly into the be in space, which you, you know, would come over and visit us. And that was a really beautiful office. I mean, still is a beautiful office, but, um, really great opportunity for us to kind of like quickly take that next step from <laughs> working out of my second bedroom and then kind of like adding a little bit of legitimacy. We made a lot of connections right off the bat. We started working with the be in team, you know, you would stop by, we were right in the heart of downtown. So there's right. always, you know, people coming in and out of the office and introductions and, 
you know, you meet someone at the coffee shop. And so it was really great to kind of just like jump right into that situation early on in our business and kind of make meet a lot of people and um, make those connections. So I think it really helped us kind of establish ourselves and and feel better about, um, you know, making the leap and going out on our own. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. And you guys definitely take advantage of the different resources in this area with, I've heard you mention SCORE, mm -hmm. and I have the little Community Roots catalog from that's published by SUNY Adirondack, and I see a full-page picture of the four of you, which was so amazing to get that in the mail yesterday. I, I like, hey, yeah, I don't even think I've seen that yet, so that's great. Haven't? I'll have to read it after it's out. <laughs> so you... Um, you guys went through the Startup 80K program, another resource that you took mm -hmm. advantage of. And um, one thing that I've always wondered as I've launched and continue to build WorkSmart is what resources do you think could have been beneficial for you guys as you were launching and just starting out that weren't around at the time that, that uh, maybe you would like to see um, available to different entrepreneurs and small business owners in the region? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think one of the things was a co-working space because we probably wouldn't have taken the time to, or, you know, set up shop in my, in my second bedroom for a while. So that would have been a really valuable resource. And I think you guys opened up like just a little bit after we, after, we yeah. so we were kind of already in that being space, but, um, this is a, huge resource score was great because they're um business advisors and we we met them through that um startup 80k program and um they were kind of um, coaches for our business plan and that was a really valuable resource that we didn't really know about um i i think a thing that was maybe missing or maybe it exists and we're just not aware of it was like some sort of resource for um for finding creative help um, in the area. And like Grace reached out to us kind of just out of the blue. I think you got referred to us from a friend. Yeah, I, you know, somebody I um, had known peripherally had heard of you guys for some project that you had worked on and, and kind of mentioned it, not even like, oh, you should reach out to them, but said the name Sidekick and I just kind of filed it away in my head. But um yeah, some sort of catalog for <laughs> for creatives to use would have been really useful at the time for me. Yeah, because everything was kind of word of mouth. And we right. we had an intern before Grace, and that was also kind of a word of mouth situation. And I remember when we were in the being space, them kind of tossing around this idea of um, some sort of like directory or network for, for creatives in the capital region. And I think... I think there's another organization down in the capital region that's done something like this, but um, just some just some way for creatives to kind of um, get together and kind of um, not just network, but like you know find opportunities for community. positions or yeah, yeah community so, really. So community mm -hmm. really, and n not just a, a community of creatives, like a, just a diverse community needs to you know be available in this area yeah and we're finding more and more that like it's not just creatives but you know the people that we're kind of looking to add to our team or to to um work with on projects are mostly creatives but um you know i just met someone from 
that's in your uh, in your office right now who is a planner and someone who we're actually working on. I didn't even know she was working right. here. Yeah, we're, we're Christo, working on a project one of our new her. members. Yeah, and so like, you know, I think the more people you meet and the more you kind of get to understand and know your community, you realize that there's so many opportunities for right. connections. Like we, we've been doing a lot of work in kind of the planning and municipal space and not something we ever really thought we would get into, but it kind of ties into our, our mission and our positioning to work on more destinations. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's just been really interesting to kind of meet different types of professionals and understand how they can fit into our picture and how we can work with them and vice versa. Yeah, that's exciting. I, we are, we're working to try to build that ecosystem. That's one thing that I'm super passionate about is building that ecosystem of individuals. And we find we need the same thing here. We've got, you know, some members that I just need someone to help me with the bookkeeping, you know, and I, I just need someone to help me with that. And so we're trying to find those different resources and, you know, it's, it's great to hear that we're not the only ones and that, um, I need to continue to work on building that. So yeah, and this is a great resource for exactly that. And um, I think that Jim, I think Jim Sipple on on a previous episode was talking about how you know in his role and him trying to get businesses you know into the area or attract new businesses. He's not just looking at like big industries right. or he's looking at smaller teams. And right. I think that's. Uh, you know, I would agree that that's where everything is shifting. Like we work with Cameron, who is, you know, is also a member, <laughs> also a member here. And we were working with him um, a few years ago just because we found his, vid, you know, his portfolio online. And we were like, oh, wow, this guy's local and his video work is incredible. And so we've developed a really close working relationship with him and kind of like customized our team in that way where it's, you know, um, it's not necessarily like we're this giant conglomerate of people, but we have like lots of connections and work with different people and creatives, on, you know, when it makes sense to bring them into a project and kind of build our roster that way. That's awesome. And I just, one, one note is as we transition to our new space, I, Cameron and I were over there shooting video this morning and I can't wait to show you guys because they're yeah, I can't wait to see they've it. started to put in the steel and there's a specific name for them they told me I forgot what they're called <laughs> let's just call it oh you know what it's called it's structural steel okay right so structure steel <laughs> <laughs> so it, we can start to see the mezzanine taking shape because there's going to be a mezzanine with offices above and below it and I think what I, I'm very excited about the physical space, but what excites me the most is that even when those companies come to town, where are we all going to hang out? How are we all going to meet each other? You know, and I am excited that WorkSmart can be the hangout spot. This We're going to have that entrepreneurial activity happening within that space. And so it won't necessarily be... Um, you know, an online, how, how do we access this community? How do we get in here? It's just as simple as walking through the door, you know, and being able to, oh, so-and-so's here. And so it's just like yeah. you're saying now. Right. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait. And I'm, I'm glad that you noted that that's needed. So it's always nice to get confirmation when you're on the right track, but I can't wait to see the space either. I've been kind of following along and at the videos you've shared and it looks really cool I've always like just loved that building from the outside and never really seen the inside and heard lots of stories about what 
you know what it originally looked like but it's really exciting to see that take shape and to your point like I, I know I feel like you guys are kind of trying to make networking you're taking the stigma out of networking a little bit and you know every event I've attended here like the book club which I you know a couple of the sidekicks have come to um other workshops or events that we've been you know we've rented out the room for meeting space and like I feel like it just kind of takes the edge off of networking and it's not the typical thing where you're just standing in a big room and slinging business cards around it's (laughs) right there's like there's you get something out of it there's like you know you can educate yourself on a topic or there's some inherent value to the events that you guys put on and it's not just like you know an opportunity to go and shake some hands and stuff right and business cards and yeah i i'm i'm not a fan of the word networking i feel like i need to create a different word something that really embodies that authentic connection that happens where you know it's it to me it sounds a little bit touchy-feely but you're you're really relationship building you know whether that person is your best friend and you end up having family picnics together or they become a a really fantastic business connection and you begin to collaborate on business projects together you're really just making those connections so stay tuned we'll figure out that word (laughs) but but somehow your connection you made the connection that led you to grace joining the team i would love to hear about that because i have no idea how that came to be yeah i was kind of fresh out of college and um i didn't you know go to design school or or see this as my path in any way so um you know I was working a retail job and and my now husband and I had just moved up here and um you know I I just didn't really have a plan in place um so I made a promise to myself that I was going to try and you know do something creative or find myself in in the creative world at some point um and you know I, I put together a very very rough portfolio that um I ended up sending to to Kara Kelly and Will, and um, they, you know, reached back out to me and were like, "Let's grab coffee and just chat and see, you know, we just want to, you know, meet you face to face and see um, what exactly you're looking for and answer any questions and be a resource to you." Which was awesome at the time. Um, That's amazing. You know, reach put it cold calling into the, to an industry that you don't really have any connections in is super intimidating. Um, so it was nice to have like. People but in the community also reach their very arms out. courageous. Yeah, go <laughs> you. Oh, totally. Um, I was it was kind of like a last last ditch thing for me. Like, if let's you know try out the graphic design world and see if I'm you know it's even worth the the time and the effort. Um, especially you know like I was self, totally self taught at that point, so um, it was just kind of like I don't even know if I have the tools and skills that I need. Um. So they ended up, you know, offering an internship to me and then a couple of weeks later offering a job. And I've been there for two years this year, which is pretty crazy. Wow. Time yeah. flies. Um, but it was it was definitely like, you know, a, a moment of validation for me to be like, oh, these people who, you know, are real professionals in the industry and parts of the community, you know, are saying, yes, you can do this. Yes, you can take the next step and, and we'll help you get there, um, which was just so invaluable and and something I'm really grateful and not sure I would have gotten you know somewhere else I I think the community aspect and um them being a small team and a new team and and kind of ready to take that next step you know building 
out there their team and see seeing you know what the next step for them was it was uh-huh. kind of like you know perfect timing for both of us that's fantastic I, and I'm I am very impressed that is <laughs> courageous of you thank you that's yeah awesome. that could have gone any kind of way oh yeah I was I, the nerves were there for sure and I was I did not expect to um to find myself in that path either I expected them to kind of you know give me the harsh reality and send me on my way and um (laughs) thankfully they're all very lovely nice people and so helpful and um kind of made my journey what it is and not I'm not I'm I'm certain that you know it it could have been a lot harsher somewhere else (laughs) well you your portfolio was also really impressive and we were like wow this talented illustrator just kind of knocked on our door and we're you know like illustration is a pretty unique skill set and especially in a smaller city like this you know and so it was like just really perfect and one of those like Glens Falls stories that you hear about you know it's like kind of only happens in in these types of towns so it just kind of worked out perfectly that's awesome I love that so where did you live before you moved to Glens Falls so um I grew up in the capital region just outside of Schenectady and um I actually spent my summers up in Lake George that's how my husband and I met so when we moved up here, I, I went to Stony Brook um, in Long Island for school, yeah. and and um, when I moved up here, I had a, a political science and journalism degree under my belt, and um, kind of fell into just a you know um, an hourly job, and was not totally sure what the next step was. So um, it was it's not been like a, a straight shot path for me, but um, yeah, I I know the area relatively well and I've, I've definitely gotten to know Glens Wells a lot better um, after working here and also um, with um, Kara and Will being from Glens Falls and um, kind of teaching me the the ropes of the city <laughs> <Right>. and um, <laughs> yeah all the hot spots yeah <laughs> so um, what have you found that you really like that you didn't have where you lived about being in Glens Falls I think what's really special about Glens Falls is that it, it is such a small town. Ta- like, it, it's it got such a small town community feel while still having all the assets of being a big community and all the opportunity of being a city. Um, and I think for me, you know, it was just kind of always a drive-through spot to get to, right, right. Um, to the lake. <laughs> and so I didn't really know anything about it. I just kind of knew that it existed. And um, when I started working with um, sidekick we were still downtown and um you know the coffee shops and the restaurants and the the stores and um you know everything was totally new to me so um but at the same time you know everybody knew everybody there was right. a smiling face everywhere that recognized you or remembered your name or remembered your coffee order so Aww. there's something special about that small town vibe um but also obviously being able to move up here and and find opportunity, you know, in all corners of it. Right. That's fantastic. So you mentioned that your path wasn't a, a straight shot. It wasn't a straight path. And it's it's interesting, and I will be careful what I say about her because <laughs> my daughter will kill me, but she is a freshman in college right now and really trying to understand, you know, what's the future going to look like. And I keep saying, it doesn't matter, just be in school in this semester, you know. But on that note, I don't know that any of us really have had a straight shot. Have you, Will? 
No. Did you go to college, come out, this is what I'm going to no. do, work where you worked for a little while and then start the business? Tell us a little bit about yeah. your journey. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And that advice that you, you know, just mentioned giving to your daughter is like, I wish I had that advice. And prob- someone probably did tell me that and I ignored them or didn't listen or whatever. But um, yes, I also had a very tortuous kind of windy path to um, where, you know, becoming a graphic designer and originally went to school for architecture, realized I like drawing and not engineering and I hate oh, math wow. and that. And so, you know, so changed majors a thousand times and uh, transferred schools and eventually, and you know, I stuttered, studied um art history and illustration and fine art and just basically every kind of path a creative kind of could take in college and um, got, you know, didn't have a lot of success in college in terms of moving forward in any one of those degree areas and finally got an internship locally with a design agency while I was still in school Um, and that turned into a part-time position and I ended up just kind of dropping out of school and just following um, the career path. And so I had also been in college for a long time at that point. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? I think I got the whole education thing. I got got what I needed out of it. And I, de- you know, I definitely, in hindsight, could have just finished my degree in one area and said, you know, I'm going to figure this out. After, you know, I'm going to get my degree and it's going to be in a creative field of some sort. And then I can apply that, you know, like Grace, she got her degree in journalism and then realized, you know, maybe she wanted to explore a different area. And there's a, there's always an opportunity to do that. And I, I was so kind of dead set on, you know, I need to nail down right now what I'm going to do in my future that uh, it was very daunting and kind yeah. of made me switch and go all over the place. And, um, you know, I transferred schools like three times and, <laughs> and, Um, but you know, it got me to where I am and I, you know, I, um, have kind of a diverse background in all different areas of art and architecture and drawing and painting. And so it kind of provided me with this, um, this great education, but in a very, (laughs) very kind of meandering way. And yeah, so So all beneficial, but yeah. That was comforting to hear too. Like at, when I reached out to you guys and got to know you guys better, to hear like, you know, all three of you have interesting paths to get to where you were. It wasn't, you know, this very clear cut shot, which I think as an outsider at the time to the design world, it feels really intimidating to walk into, you know, a community that's, um, you know, a lot of people come from the same schools and have the same degrees or, you know, know the same people. And, when you don't know any of that and you don't have that degree behind you, you feel um, just kind of on the outskirts. So it was nice to hear like, oh, there's people that do this professionally and have the experience and have, you know, the relationships and are part of the community um, and didn't do all of those things and, you know, kind of found their way there um, without that traditional path. Yeah, it's so easy to kind of fall into the mindset of, I'm the only one that has this struggle. <laughs> I'm the only one dealing with this. Mm-hmm. This stinks. And then you, you start to talk to people and you understand that, no, yeah, we kind of, a lot of us all go through this. And there's comfort in that. And like I was talking with Karen Kelly, I think that understanding 
really um, helps to push you forward and say, oh, okay, I'm not the only one that deals with this. And then you begin to take steps to say, okay, so, you know, how can I work through this? Um, I, th- I think it's empowering. For yeah. Sure. And I think everyone goes through it at some point in their life, you know, and, and kind of has to switch gears or change paths or whatever it is. Like I know that, you know, just in our little agency, the, you know, Grace and I kind of have that similarity where we went to school and then did something different um, with our careers. But Kara and Kelly both went to school for what they're currently doing. So, but like, I know Kelly, you know, switched majors really early in her college career and then transferred and, and then got, you know, took that really direct path. And Kara went to school for communications and, and marketing. And so she's, doing that but I don't think she necessarily knew exactly what type of agency or company or what her role would be you know out of college and she um, worked in a few different roles before you know starting sidekick and finding her finding that niche so I think that everyone goes through it at some point it's just you know (laughs) trying to do it as efficiently as possible I guess which is definitely not what I did but (laughs) no regrets (laughs) source of support for you guys along the way or even currently yeah um so um my mom listened to the previous episode with Kara and kelly and she said you better say your mother is your <laughs> because Kara because Kara said that so you, there, you are gonna to... be in so much trouble Will. so yes definitely not a I, she didn't pay me to say that um but no she my family's a huge source of support and my wife and you know when I told her that we were gonna kind of quit our jobs and we had just bought a house and we were like you know st- in the kind of family planning stages of our lives too and, and so it was like yeah I'm gonna quit my job and start a company and she was like oh okay so you know we just sat together and figured out uh what bills we could cut out and we went down to one car for a little bit and you know got rid of a car payment I rode mm-hmm. my bike to work which yeah. is another thing you can do in Glens Falls which exactly. is fun and so yeah I mean that like without that um never would have been able to kind of get sidekick off the ground and like knowing that okay it's gonna be a little bit touch and go for a little bit and there is definitely the possibility that it doesn't work out and you know right. what's the contingency plan for that and right. um and I mean kind of separately but to your point about there's so many opportunities and how do you kind of narrow your focus and okay right. this is what we want to do and this is what we set out to do and other opportunities popped up but maybe those are distractions and we need to like refocus on what our right. mission is and so a lot of that stuff has happened over the past four years but you know a majority in the first year and kind of finding our finding our groove but definitely couldn't have done it without the support of family and friends and yeah and the the community downtown, I think Karen Kelly talked about Mark Bean and how he right. kind of just opened his doors to us. And um, a lot of other creatives in downtown Glens Falls did the same. You know, we said, let's get coffee and can I pick your brain? And technically we're competitors, but, you know, George Normandon and Kate Austin Avon and um, uh, Jesse from Black Dog. And so many people just were like, yeah, absolutely, let's you know, let's have coffee. And it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't a negative experience or, you know, um, it was just a really supportive community. So that's fantastic. Yeah. And Grace, you, even though you're, you know, an employee of the business, there's still, I'm sure challenges along the way, especially as you stepped out into 
you know, kind of freshly stepped out into this area. So where do you draw your support from? Yeah, I mean, um, I was lucky to, to have support from, you know, my husband and my family to kind of get my feet wet and, and spend the time to, you know, be able to work an hourly job and then spend, you know, the rest of my time doing what I needed to do to put together a portfolio or to learn the, you know, the skills and the programs I needed to learn. And um, so I definitely had a ton of support in that realm. But I also, I think once I found Sidekick, there was a lot of support in just growing into being an employee. I mean, this was my first nine to five job. It was my first salary. It was, you know, my first everything. <laughs> I, you know, I had only really, you know, bust tables and folded clothes up until right. that point. So um, I think them kind of me taking into account and, and learning with them um, the fact that, you know, they're still learning and they're right. still, you know, open to new opportunities and figuring stuff out um, made it a lot easier on me to kind of say like, okay, I, you know, these are the steps I need to take to grow and we're all kind of growing together, together and, right. and, you know, I'm growing into this position that is new to them as well. So um, I think being, them being so open and um, available and supportive in that sense um, of just saying, you know, we're, we want to see you succeed and we, you know, we're going to do what we can, but, and we're going to, you know, kind of finagle everything as we go, um, was, was super awesome. Sounds and, about right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's our MO. <laughs> but I think it's a testament too, to, to owning a small business. And, you know, obviously it's not something I can speak to really well, but watching, um, Kara Kelly and Will kind of go through all the steps and, and how much goes into it, you know, the score meetings and, um, the partners meetings and, you know, all of the, the clerical things that have to go into it and, right. and just, you know, it's not just sitting down and, you know, getting to make fun and pretty things all day, which, right. you know, it's not like, that's the goal, that's the dream, but right. you know, there's paperwork and, um, decisions that have to be made at the end of the day. So I think it's really given me appreciation for just how much time and effort goes into that part of a business, um, which I don't think I, I really appreciated beforehand. Well, I think that makes, it makes you so much more valuable as an employee that you are able to have exposure to that other aspect of the business. And I, I know that it, I'm confident that it plays into um, the decisions that you make. And it also gives you some skin in the game. Yeah, I think um, there's something to be said about working with a small team too. Um, I've been really fortunate to like just learn so many different aspects of everything. You right. know, Kara, Kelly, and Will all have their their piece of the business, and I think that's why they work so well together. So adding a fourth person to that dynamic was, you know, it was a challenge for me to kind of figure out what my place was supposed to be and, and how I'm going to be most effective. And, um, you know, thankfully I've been kind of able to pull from each one of them, you know, skills and and um, lessons from like how they do things and how they, you know, manage their process. Um, so that's been you know incredibly valuable for me just to even not just you know finding my place in the in sidekick but figuring out what who I am as a designer right. and employee and, and that kind of stuff that's neat that's incredibly enriching good for you and we've tried to you know um be as transparent with the business side of things as we can and also realizing that like there's probably a bunch of stuff that Grace doesn't want to know. Like there's, there's things that she doesn't need to worry about or, you know, it's like, you know, we, it's been an interesting thing to kind of like figure out that line and like, 
you know, because we are such a small company, everyone wears a lot of hats. Right. And like, um, so it's like, yeah, sure, you can be involved as much as you want. And, you know, um, but we also realized that, like Grace said, she's our first employee and we this is our first business. And so, like, you know, we've managed interns and stuff in the past. And, um, you know, at, at in my previous life, I did, you know, work with other designers and kind of as an art director. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the first time that I'm like m- trying to not just focus on the work, but it's, you know, uh, the, you know, working on being a manager in general. And so like, you know, we try to remind Grace all the time, like, you know, hopefully you don't feel like a guinea pig, but we're <laughs> learning as we go too, and tell us how we can improve. And, you know, just in the spirit of being open and communicative and transparent. And, you know, we hope that's how to, we continue to grow and we're looking to hire another designer right now. And so we're trying to like nail down those, um, those processes and systems for right. managing people. And I've yeah. been doing a bit of that myself as I've, you know, launched Work Smart, which is a co-working space, and it's new in Glens Falls. It's a, it's a new industry, a new concept, and it's not new globally. It's been around since 2007, mm-hmm. but that's not really a long time when you <laughs> when you think of what, you know best practices. And there are a number of different models. So I was tasked with early on really kind of deciding, you know, what model am I going to present here in Glens Falls? What model does Glens Falls need is, is how that decision came about and what would be successful here in Glens Falls. And then, you know, really developing my own best practices along the way. And I'm connected with the global community, so I'm able to draw from their experiences. But talking to people in California you really still have to take into consideration that we're in a small community like Glens Falls Mm -hmm. and um, even with the surrounding community, just about 20,000 in population. And things are different here. Things are looked at different. People have a different perspective. People have different needs Mm -hmm. here. So it's, um, to me, I mean, every contract, every agreement, every, you know, we have the work smart norms, which is really just a collection of, hey, this is how we like to run things around here. Mm-hmm. We like to talk. We like to chat. If you don't want to be talked to, then here's how to let other people know. Put your headphones on and we won't talk to you, you know. Um, we like to collaborate. So expect that we're going to help make connections. Mm-hmm. And if you're not open to it, that's okay. But that's who we are, you know. So there's been a lot of developing that for me and uh it's been a little intimidating but at the same time it's it's really been fantastic it's like I get to make these decisions about what what's best for the community and I really enjoy that yeah and kind of looking at those resources that are out there for you know businesses like yours that have been around for a lot longer than you have you know in our case than we have or than you have and tweaking those policies and those procedures to kind of like fit not just your company culture but like the north country lifestyle and what it's you know what what's valuable to people up here and might not be valuable to um someone who's working in new york or california or you know new york city or california or whatever so it's really fun to like that aspect of um the business planning it's really fun to kind of 
create that environment that you wish you had before at a previous agency or a previous life or, you know, um, so yeah, that is really exciting and, um, kind of fun to explore, I guess. Yeah, it is. It is. But it, it's interesting because I feel like that really the foundation for all of that starts with the business plan, (laughs) which I heard you mention. And I know some people are like, ah, I don't need a business plan. But I I honestly look at those people and I'm like, what? <laughs> and that, yes, granted, I can tend to be a pretty by-the-book kind of person. Like, where's the manual for this? How do we, <laughs> you know? And, and again, now I'm creating the manual. Yeah. But it's like, I still feel like when you're out there and you're flailing and somebody does come along and say to you, you should do it this way you know i need to be able to reflect back to something to say no we're going to do it this way or yes that aligns and what are your guys' thoughts on the business plan yeah it kind of goes back to that whole first conversation about like college and you know just just get through it and figure and then you can figure things out later it's like when we were writing our business plan it was like okay this is a hypothetical imaginary business right. and you know doesn't exist yet right. and like is this exercise even is this just, just like a futile exercise that we're doing and what's the point of it because we weren't even like seeking investors or anything right. you know we we truly didn't need one structurally but it we did need it from just a organizational standpoint and like let's just let's just make a decision and put this down in paper and follow this path and then we can adjust it as we go but like if you don't have that foundational document to start then it's really easy to flail or to feel like you're you don't have a, a kind of gauge for how to make decisions and that sort of thing and so yeah it's kind of just like you need to put a lot of thought and energy into those questions up front and figure out those basic fundamental questions about who you are and what you want to do and where you want to be and and then kind of just put a put a pin in it and say okay we're done let's let's we can revisit this later but like you know let's move forward but without that yeah I mean I guess you just have to be a you know business guru or something if you can just do you know <laughs> understand it in your head and then move forward to a business plan but yeah Maybe. i'm so thankful we and then it's, it gets even more challenging when you have other you know other people coming together and for me it was it was me but it was mm-hmm. then when you've got to consider other people well we should do it this way well i think we should do it oh well let's talk about that yeah but i i feel like the the business plan is a living document i just want our listeners to know if you don't have a business plan we strongly encourage you to get a a business plan yeah Yeah, i bet it was fun to like look back at your original plan too when you were you know addressing the expansion plan and see how far you've come and you know like oh yeah i can't believe we put that thing in there that was a terrible decision or (laughs) right or say like wow we accomplished all these things that we put in the plan and you know it's like a really great feeling to have that so grace i was surprised to hear and i said time flies two years because it seems like just yesterday i saw the social media post that you were joining sidekick creative so what what has been your most exciting project or maybe it's it's you're working on it presently um i i cannot believe that it's been two years either i i I like look back on just the the amount of things um, and how much the stuff that's come through the studio has like changed and evolved since I've been here. I think when I first started, um, 
you know, just the, the types of projects that we were taking on and, um, you know, how we were working. Like I was kind of coming into a system that was already set up and um, that, you know, we were all looking to evolve with. And, and now, you know, where we are two years later is just so different and it's so much, you know, it just feels like a completely new new world and new territory, which is really cool. Um, but I don't even know if I have a, a favorite project. I I'm live for those branding projects. They're, they're always the, the favorites that come through. Um, but just being able to see us go from, you know, smaller projects that are one-off things to, to like full branding systems to now, um, you know, really, really big accounts where we get to, you know, manage everything from the branding to, you know, the, the lanyards that are made and the, and the oh, medals and, um, you know, postcards and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think I don't even know if I have a favorite. I can't think off the top of my head. I think my favorite project that you've done was a recent one for um, the Adirondack Theater Festival. When when last season they realized that they couldn't do their shows in person, they oh. pivoted to like this virtual um, Zoom kind of model where they were doing shows virtually that you'd buy tickets to and they'd send you a box with all the stuff that you'd need to enjoy the show and, and grace did the posters and the packaging for the boxes and they were really cool and exciting and nice yeah so um and it was just like a really you know kind of turned a negative situation into like a really <laughs> fun opportunity so right yeah there has been a lot of opportunity for you know innovating projects like that especially with covid it's we've had a lot of opportunity to like play around with, you know, it's not just a traditional poster. Um, I know for, for Larac, we had to add masks to all of the, <laughs> the little characters and illustrations um, <laughs> in their poster for this year. And, you know, a lot of little stuff like that where you have to get really creative. Um, yeah. That's great. It's great to be able to, um, to have to do that because then you learn to be able to do that. And that innovation is... I feel like it's, um, you know, once you start that, it's like, okay, you, you shake it off. All right, we're going to innovate. We're going to step out, do something different. We're, we're facing this situation, and so we're going to make the best of it. That's exciting. Yeah. Having confidence in what you do is probably equally as important as learning how to adapt and change what right. you do and not just being stuck in your ways. Because as this past year has shown us, like, things change and life throws <laughs> curveballs at you. You got to right. be able to adapt, especially as a small business. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, why well, I, I don't necessarily want to say curveball cause it's, it's not a negative at all, but, uh, owning a business and parenthood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that's... T- talk a little bit to our listeners about maybe encourage somebody that is like, how am I going to juggle all of this? Yeah, I think um, you just figure out how to do it. <laughs> Again, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just, just, just like with everything yeah. in life. Start a business, figure it out on the way. Mm-hmm. Have kids, figure it out on the way. Yeah. And I think that um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where every new parent is definitely, you know, nervous about things that they don't know how to do or, um, you know, not sure what is you know, what it's going to mean in terms of like changing your lifestyle. But um it's been it's been definitely manageable and um you just kind of find those support systems like you talk about in your life and you rely on them heavily and um i think that 
owning a business has been a really great kind of primer for this and kind of just in the terms of like figuring out how to be more organized and be more deliberate with my schedule and my day sure, and yeah. being efficient and um you know we're always kind of trying to implement new like productivity uh processes and tasks and like time blocking our day and scheduling it in a different way and like that's been really helpful to me in my personal life too and you know trying to figure out how to as we get busier and busier in our personal and work lives it's like you gotta figure out how to make that work and achieve a work-life balance at the same time right so it's kind of been a constant um goal and area of focus for us as business owners that work-life balance and so this is just another aspect of that right right and always remember to give yourself grace nobody's perfect and (laughs) you just kind of roll with it yeah i've been really lucky that you know when i first started um wife's uh, wife's will's (laughs) wife was pregnant and kelly was pregnant right and they were expecting you know super soon and um you know, a year later, I'm expecting my first in July. So, Yay! yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And so like we're, you know, super thrilled and excited, but also totally overwhelmed. And right. um, <laughs> so it's been really helpful for me just to, you know, watch Will and Kelly go through it and um, have conversations with Kelly, too, about, you know, what it's like to be a working mom and, and what right. that kind of how much that changes your life and and what it's like to to take all that kind of stuff into consideration and um so being able to have those conversations with her you know she just went through it twice and you know so right. she's she's kind of got it all figured out I'm sure she would say that she doesn't but to me she seems like she's <laughs> I know I out. see her she looks like she's doing a great yeah. job <laughs> um so yeah it's it's been really helpful to kind of watch them take that path first so that I can, you right. know, take notes and, and do the best that I can. That's amazing. It sounds like you're in really good hands over there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I definitely lucked out. I love that. That's we lucked great. out too. Two-way street. Aww. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with yeah, us. That's absolutely. exciting news. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually six months today, so it's wow. coming down the pipeline real soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be an amazing summer yeah, for you. we're really excited. That's great. Well, guys, it's been such a treat having you here. Thank you for sitting down and talking with me. Thank you. Yeah, thank it's you for great. having us. Thank really you. Fun. And thanks for being part of our community because it's great people like you that make this community as fantastic as it is. Yeah, thanks for this kind of continued um, relationship that we've had and kind of always keeping tabs on us and we try to keep tabs on you and, you know. Yeah, it just happens, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's part of what makes Glens Falls so exciting and, and, and work smart specifically as this kind of hub for people to meet and innovate and stuff. So thank you. Thanks. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, please send us an email at justoffglen at gmail.com. And in the meantime, we'll look forward to meeting you again. Just Off Glen. Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown Glens Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet Just Off Glen.